Are you ready? I think I am ready here. Y- yeah, Vince it up. Welcome to... <laughs> You know what? I, mean, I was thinking about doing my best Gorilla Monsoon impression. Is there such a thing? Welcome everybody to this year's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with my co-host Dominic the Body Venture. <laughs> That's all we need. We're going right into the open from that stuff. Uh, thank you. Goodness. Yeah. So I'm Dom. I'm Fan. We're channeling our midlife crisis here, reliving uh, early 90s Sunday morning professional, Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Professional wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> it was syndicated. It could have been on any day. Yeah. They could have played it whenever they goddamn well pleased. Yeah. <laughs> we had a blow off show. So, uh, and this shit, that was a good thing because we didn't look at this show before. Mm-hmm. And we just had a sneaking suspicion that the storylines that we were watching were about to come to an end because they're a plug in SummerSlam. We are on the road to SummerSlam. July 18th, 1992. New location. I had to check to see if we were, we actually left the last place and we did. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are in Glen Falls, New York, uh, the civic center of Glen <laughs> Falls, New York. It seems like everything's the civic center. Yeah, it's like when they name the new street, new street. I was going to say, it's like Springfield. It's yeah. everywhere. What, what do we call the civic center? Yeah. yeah that's good. <laughs> Done. Meeting adjourned. Well, that was the yeah. quickest meeting ever. Yeah, that's right. All in favor? <laughs> I was wondering if they'd do some kind of uh, opening change going into SummerSlam, but it's the exact same thing we've been watching since, uh, you know, they dropped Sid. Most of your, your big names are well featured in there. Um, they've kept the same amount of macho. Yeah, barely any. Yeah, but it, but I, and I think I alluded to this uh, weeks ago, but it's like all the big names you don't really see them doing much it's just a picture of them whereas it's all the the undercard people that are giving you the big moves that are making that that opening fun to watch i did not notice that but you're kind of right like you know the people who have the big personalities they don't show wrestle the people who don't have any personality they show flipping people and slamming people exactly hey i didn't even think of that that's pretty good yeah we are just in time for space well national men in space Space. <laughs> no way that still exists. There's no way there's still a men in space week. No. Like Sally Ride's like, what the hell? <laughs> bullshit. Yes, where's my women in where's my women in space week? Yeah, there's no way any of that still exists. <laughs> uh, space puns abound. Lots and lots of space puns. I glanced over this section because I was like, all right, here it comes. Give it to me. Give it to me. And I was waiting for it, waiting for it. Waiting for it, and perfect. Finally went for the Uranus pun. Uranus. (laughs) In full effect. It it made it in there right at the end. The perfect Uranus. The perfect Uranus. In this episode, we're going to announce the main event for SummerSlam. And I actually, this caught me a little bit by surprise. I knew the title match, but I didn't think that was the main event. Because Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly, and I I saw, last time I saw the show is when it aired. I'm pretty sure it ends with Brett and Bulldog for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Because he's the the hometown hero. Yeah, since we're in Wembley for for SummerSlam, they are um and this is alluded to a little bit later when we see uh, Bulldog towards the end, but there's a lot of push on Bulldog right now. I got something to say about that because that actually surprised me in this thing. But we're also going to get Ric Flair. The boss man is back for an interview. Yes. The Mountie. And uh, yes, the British Bulldog will be here tonight. <laughs> 
within uh, two minutes, we're here with the disasters, and we've got a lot of upper tier red tights today. Oh, we 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 got hit hard with the red tights. I was very proud of the red tight showing this week, starting with uh, two of our absolute favorites, Dwayne Gilberg Gill and his best friend, the Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, are going against uh, Typhoon and Earthquake. Yes. So they drew the short straws here. <laughs> like, they, they did. They keep on going with the space puns because they're the disasters walk in and like well these guys take up space (laughs) (laughs) ouch and then perfect like is still trying to put over the fact that they're dumb like that's the that's the way that money incorporates gonna be able to beat these humongous dudes they got space between their ears yes i mean that's the only way you can fathom that they would be able to beat such large beings as earthquake and typhoon because they are not as large as them and of course you know, uh, large at this point in the WWF means uh, the best. Yeah, like everybody who is small, they either have to have like a gigantic bodyguard to kind of make it plausible that these guys, like all the little guys would always have some kind of heater. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Shawn Michaels getting his push and they have to throw Diesel by by him. Like, uh, you know, this little guy can't beat anybody, but luckily he has this humongous dude who is in uh, Magic Mike. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We got some merch of kids with uh, natural disaster action figures. Yeah, they didn't look too bad for. I mean, I put a lot of heat on the the action figures, but the last we saw the one that was the boss man a few weeks ago, which was a which was a good one. And then these ones, I mean, it's it's not too hard to make action figures of Typhoon and Earthquake. <laughs> no, you just make them round. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, just make a large round thing with a with a giant singlet on and throw Typhoon or Earthquake on the front, and you've got you know a pretty good like. If you look different enough, the action figure worked. Like if you're in a cop's clothing, clothing, or if you're overly humongous, mm-hmm. your action figure kind of looked like you. If you're Shawn Michaels, or if you're Ric Flair, if you're you know, like if you're like a normal dude with long hair, mm-hmm. all your action figures look the same. You look yeah. like a, a melted blob. Yeah, it was the same prototype, just with different colors. Uh, they're plugging the Su- SummerSlam announcement while Earthquake goes and beats the Brawler and Dwayne Gill like almost simultaneously. There's a lot of tags in and out. They love the the throwing your opponent into the corner and just pummeling him from the other mm-hmm. end. You know, Typhoon comes up and he throws, and Dwayne Gill's there in the corner and then they throw Brawler in with him and then Typhoon hits him and then Earthquake follows him uh, with another hit. Just everybody in the corner. Yeah, the sandwich. You called it the sandwich last time. That the they were sandwich. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Also, one of their big moves is a non-move. Like the guy jumps off the ropes and bounces into them. <laughs> and since they are so immovable, yes, they've actually done damage to themselves. But we get the picture and picture of Money Incorporated, and for some reason, Jimmy Hart. As always, for some reason, Jimmy Hart. Just because. Not the best promo. No, no. I actually, I was, uh, uh, I was more interested in the match than I was in the promo at this point. And usually my my attention is drawn to the the picture in picture at this point. But I was enjoying this match, actually. Yeah, like Dwayne Gill. I mean, we've seen this guy like more times than anybody. Mm -hmm, Dwayne Gill is superstars of wrestling. Yes, he really is at this point. Uh, You know, when we first started doing this podcast, I I thought we were going to have like an homage to Barry Horowitz. Uh, but I feel like he was more late 80s, whereas Dwayne Gill seems to be the red tight of the 90s. Yeah, Dwayne Gill is everywhere. He, he is. Yeah, we've seen him more than any superstar. Like, mm-hmm. if I was Dwayne Gill, I'd be sitting, like, in the best chair, <laughs> like the godfather. Like, I have yes. so much airtime compared to... <laughs> even Hulk Hogan doesn't have as much airtime as me. Like Exactly. It's, it's Gill time. It is Gill time. We gotta rename the, the show to Superstars with Dwayne Gill. Yes, yes. All my Gillomaniacs out there. I was hoping I'd see Dwayne Gill take the thing he took last time with Typhoon. Typhoon snap suplexed him out of the ring. Oh. Just to see Typhoon quickly snap suplex a guy was like a feat because Typhoon's humongous. Mm-hmm. But he threw him with so much force last time that Dwayne Gill's shot out through the ring. I was wondering if that was going to be like a bit, like every time that Dwayne Gill's in the ring, they're like, do that thing where I snap suplex you and you end up in row seven. But they didn't. Oh, man, again. Yeah, so disappointed. No, they just do their double finish with the the sit down and the splash. Yes, which makes total sense for these two guys because it fits their personas to a T. I don't know anybody who's ever been like two guys separate 
and then they became a team. I kept their finishers. They didn't come up with a team finisher, and it worked so well, like mine and then yours, and it fits mm-hmm. perfectly. Yeah. yeah, actually, I like the disasters more now than I did then. Yeah, I feel like um, Typhoon slash Tugboat. I'm correct, right? He was, was Tugboat. tugboat. Yes, yep. okay. And then Shockmaster. And the Shockmaster, yes. <laughs> uh, but I feel like he's, you know, for being such a big guy, he was a good worker, man. Yeah. He, he could move. Yeah, it's, it's a shame because he like seemed like he got like overshadowed by the fact that there was another dude with the same body type, just bigger. Same, same. Yeah, he was a little, yeah, Earthquake was definitely a little bit bigger than Tugboat, but, you know, he could, he could definitely move. I like watching Tugboat. Yeah. Hey, from the pages of <laughs> WWF Magazine. Up oh, here we go again always be closing yeah no ica pro it's like where's the ica pro stash like he yeah. said the mountain of ica pro behind gene uh, he's back to wearing his what you call the eyeball tie what i call the the vagina tie <laughs> <laughs> yeah but they they are they are plugging they are plugging here away and they um talk about the 90 i noticed they they start they're already talking about the winter you know we haven't even hit SummerSlam yet but the the WWF 1992-93 Fall Winter Merchandise Catalog. Yeah, it's a fall catalog, but they like plug party and picnic stuff for like summer picnics. Like they yeah. open up the magazine, like here's the winter program <laughs> where you can get summer picnic stuff. <laughs> I don't know if you notice that. Oh yeah, look at that. It's all summer. Wembley sold out in ten minutes. Yes. I had this show confused. One of these days they go to Royal Albert Hall and not Wembley Stadium, and that's where I thought the thing was yeah yeah Wembley sold out sold out in 10 did he say 10 minutes or 10 hours 10 hours which is you know quite good yeah and they're you know the all the hype over there right now yeah they had the the local promoter be on there like look what we did <laughs> we Harvey got... Goldsmith yeah. we, we got SummerSlam possibly their their biggest biggest pay-per-view of the year <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 uh you know that's what he was that's what he was talking about over there i like how you know this is going to an american audience right for the most mm-hmm. part and yeah. they're like we got bad news wembley stadium is sold out just in case you're gonna hop a plane and go to go to go to england just to watch SummerSlam. you can't apparently they thought that was a thing like for mm-hmm. i mean i know that's a big thing for wrestlemania because like nowadays with wrestlemania when they actually have people there uh they'll always like catch the, the they'll do the promo of we came from australia we came from you know blah 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 all this kind of stuff i don't think that was a thing yeah i don't think anybody's going across the globe to see SummerSlam. yeah exactly this is my favorite SummerSlam logo yeah i don't like the current one that looks like a skittle <laughs> oh, awful. oh yeah that's right with the with the ss yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've been used that for quite a while now yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah, I like the SummerSlam logo. That's true. Main event. This is this is heartbreaking when they. Oh my god! Did this? I remember seeing this with my friends. Warrior Macho flipping tables. Warrior Macho. So this is a repeat, as you put in your notes. I noticed of WrestleMania Seven. Yeah. So it 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 just baffles me that they've been doing all this promo for Flair. Macho, flare macho, flare macho. And they're not even going to do that at SummerSlam. Like, it's just, it's weird. Like, why? Like, I get, okay, Ultimate Warrior, big name. Mm-hmm. Macho Man, big name, even though we never see him on this show. <laughs> no. So that's, that's pretty cool. But there's no feud there. No. Is it just to appease, you know, the, the people of the great uh, country of uh, Britain? of Great Britain to to have these two big names go at it over there? Like, are they just like, okay, we're going to be in England, so let's get our two biggest names right now because we can't get Hulk. So let's get Ultimate Warrior, let's get Macho, and we put them in the main event. And the people of England will be happy. Maybe. I mean, maybe Flair just wasn't a big enough draw. Maybe they were worried about selling out. Well, they sold they it did. out so fast, but I guess they didn't know that. They sold it out before they even had a main event. Yeah. Announced. I mean, it's just the brand name was enough. Yeah. But maybe Flair Macho just didn't get enough buys in WrestleMania 8. Maybe like we already did this. It wasn't that great. Yeah. I mean, there's more heat there. Certainly. And Macho and Warrior, that was a big deal going into WrestleMania 7 because Macho's going to retire. So they have a retirement match. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh, cost Warrior the title, so Warrior was like all totally pissed off. Mm-hmm. So you know, it was uh, career versus career 
one of them was going to disappear forever. Macho comes back, wrestles, becomes champion again. And now, once again, me and my friends are sitting there, both Warrior and Macho fans, going, oh, great. Now we, we're back to this thing where who do we root against or who do we root for? We didn't want to see Macho lose. We didn't. Yeah. We liked Warrior as champ. Now it's like, ah. I don't remember them doing a lot of good guy versus good guy. No, and they got they got a couple of them on here because you're going to end up with Bretton and, and Bulldog. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. But Yeah, double face face. I didn't think about that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's the match. That's what they're going with. That's it. And Flair and well, Flair is pissed and Perfect is flipping tables. And <laughs> Perfect's like totally rip shit. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> writing angry emails before there was email. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's, he's tweeting. He's, he's angry tweeting in the back. He's ang. Yes, he is. Totally is. Warrior Macho, sad. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag cancel macho. Cancel macho, yeah. Uh, Glenn Ruth, who is uh, also a future star. Yes, we we have already established that Glenn Ruth will be Thrasher of the Headbangers in a few years' time. Yeah, he's like so pretty boy over here, and they gotta like shave his head and give him stupid makeup and put him in a kilt. I know, but I I just can't get over his tights, man. Come on, Glenn. Are the Sherbert tights? Yeah, they did the Saved by the Bell reject tights. <laughs> well, I was wondering how they're gonna pull this off because that's why I checked to see if it was in a different place. Because mm-hmm. if this thing was like the tail end of the first taping and they're trying to make me believe that uh mm-hmm. flair's angry at the announcement like that announcement would have happened like two months before yeah like uh how are they doing this but it's a new place so maybe they've already got it in the storyline because uh flair doesn't seem upset coming in but he does definitely plays the match like he got some bad news yeah he seems he seems quite angry uh, immediately goes after Glenn Ruth, going going to slap him, just you know, slap the taste out of his mouth. Yeah, a couple times. And Glenn stands up to him. He's like, "What? Wait, whoa, whoa!" Because <laughs> I don't know if they've told him the story. All right, Glenn. Look, here's the deal. Rick's gonna be a little pissed. Yeah. So uh, what 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 the story is? Uh, Macho is actually gonna be fighting the Warrior for SummerSlam. What? No. And Rick isn't. <laughs> So he's going to come out here all pissed. I don't know if they told him that backstory. It's like, why is Ric Flair pissed off at me? Like, my career is over. I'm doomed. Oh, man. I've pissed off Rick somehow. Yeah. Should I apologize? What do I do? Like, I know. Can I find Mosh? You imagine Glenn Ruth going around like, what do I do? Does anybody know why I have heat with Flair? He just started slapping the shit out of me in the ring. I don't know what's going on. Like, that would be a good backstory for the red type. It's like the ultimate rib on Glenn Ruth. Yeah. Like, like why is he yeah. mad? There's one point in the match where... Um, uh, when they're outside of the ring and Flair grabs Glenn Ruth by the mouth and starts and starts pulling him by his cheek. Yeah, he does a lot of hooking of his face. Around the ring. I was like, oh, that looks like it hurts. Yeah, is this like his new gimmick, like Fisherman <laughs> Flair? He's got to come in with one of those stupid hats with the, <laughs> the lures on yes. I, matey. Yeah, he starts talking like a pirate. Woo, woo matey. Woo. Yeah, yeah, Perfect's getting involved. He's like stomping on him. Yes. Yeah, they, they're both getting after him. I noticed that, you know, when, when Flair first comes in, too, of course, you see like tons of thumbs down in the audience. Like everybody's like, boo, 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 Flair. But every time that he does a woo, you hear the crowd just woo. Yeah, and we're not quite at the point where like the slaps get a woo. That's that hasn't happened yet. No, no. But everybody woos with with, with Flair. You gotta, you gotta woo him back. As soon as he woos, he gets it back from the audience. So just like yeah, people still hate him. They the crowd hates him, but they woo every time he does. You got the figure four, and then some extracurricular figure four. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, Flair was Flair was angry at that announcement that apparently he just got. Glenn's like, what happened? Sad Glenn. Why they beat me up after the match? I'm a red tight. You won. And there he goes. He's cra- grabbing him by the mouth again. Likes that. He likes that move. <laughs> Fisherman Rick. And then I had him in the figure four and his eyes rolled back like a doll's eyes. Thirty men went in the rumble. Only one remained. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to do a woo with an R at the end. me the way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go Oh, that's great. Oh. That's good. Fisher, Fisherman Rick. Yeah, well, 
He wins. <laughs> that's, that's a new gimmick. I think they need. Uh, we are 12 minutes, 34 seconds in, and uh, we're in the event center, brought to you finally by Ica Pro. I was wondering if Ica Pro is going to make its appearance. Yeah, it, it, it reared its ugly head again. Don't you want to get some Ica Pro and just try it out? I've uh, thought about it as I walked by <laughs> the... Uh, the um GNC, yes, a GNC store. I'm sure they've got some like old school Ico Pro in there. Do you have Ico Pro? Yeah, we haven't been able to get rid of this thing in 30 years. <laughs> Sitting in the back, I can get an Ico Pro T-shirt on eBay, but no old Ico Pro stuff. Ooh, an Ico Pro T-shirt. Yeah, would that shit keep? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. If it's got an expiration date on it, I would not trust it. Promo number one is uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, I um, he's of course calling out the Mountie because we've still got that. Um, we've still got that feud going on, but it's still, it, he, he still does the very general yeah. promo about it. And I found that to be uh, uh, a theme with a lot of the promos in here, you know, thanking the fans, especially with slaughter. It's all about, you know, USA's number one. Um, and, you know, he's saying that all his fans are telling him he's the best forgetting that he completely turned his back on the u.s about a year before this but you know it's all good now yeah i think that's why he starts his promo with that all the time like i got my country back it's like look you may have not have tuned in for a while <laughs> yeah and you may notice that uh, i am no longer carrying an iraqi flag yeah i don't have an angry iranian <laughs> pretending to be an iraqi walking around with me yeah we're cool now yeah we're we're all all better now that's right yo joe <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Promo two, Nasty Boys, and for some reason, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart, just because um, I learned a new word. Oh, yeah? A new verb. <laughs> okay. And that new verb is nasticized. Nasticized. You are, you got nasticized in, in this. I was like, apparently that's a verb. Sags, of course, takes off his glasses again, meaning business. Yes. <laughs> you know, he, he did that one more time. It, it, you know, now that I'm watching these with a little bit more interest than I would have back in 1992 and I'm taking notes and everything, I'm sensing patterns. Yeah. <laughs> and, and of course, they're very good at what they do. And it's a good promo. You know, Jimmy gets his few words in. It can go for anybody. He, they, they like they yeah. focus on higher energy, but they also say just in case, you know, they have to put them with another team. Yeah. They don't like LOD. They, they call it all the face teams. Exactly. Um, and then they, they just kind of throw it to each other and they, they all do their shtick and, and they're out and they're, they're good at what they do, but it's just like, it, it, it's a formula. It's a formula that they follow and we're going to stick to that formula and we're not letting go. One of our favorite people to watch go to the ring was Gangrel. I loved Gangrel. Never won a match <laughs> ever. But Gangrel going to the ring. He was the shit. He just thought he was the shit yeah. the entire time. He didn't care. <laughs> he had his little cup. He would walk down. He would drink his little cup. <laughs> I'm the shit. I'm the shit. <laughs> Go 14 minutes into the show. Okay. Watch Sags on the left without sound. <laughs> he is in full Gangrel on the shit. Oh. oh, yeah, there he is. He's got his head back and forth. Oh, look at him. <laughs> Yeah. Chins out. I see it. I totally see it. It is awesome. Oh, it's Gangrel with about uh, 50 more pounds. And no fangs. He's missing teeth. Yeah, he is missing teeth. He needs the fangs. <laughs> yeah. In that missing slot, put a fang. <laughs> Sabertooth sags. Oh, that's awesome. 15 minutes, 16 seconds in, and we get clips from primetime wrestling, which was the precursor for uh, Monday Night Raw. It was in its slot before. Exactly. Yeah, this one took me by a little bit of surprise. I was like, oh, we're going to get a little bit of primetime here. We saw... Uh, a bit of Rick Martel versus Bret Hart. And this is setting up, I'm assuming, our feuds for uh, SummerSlam. They show Shawn Michaels coming down to the ring, but um, I believe it's uh, they also allude to uh, Shawn Michaels having a little bit of a beef with Rick Martel. But you don't really see that in the video. No, they're going to show it to us next week. They're like, something happened on primetime. We're going to show you what led up to what we're going to show you next week. Yeah. It's a weird end game, right? So what this is all, like if you know the future, which we didn't at the time, but if you know what's really going to happen, everything, I guess the flare macho didn't happen because they didn't want 
uh, Flair to win the title in front of all the people mm-hmm. at, at Wembley. Okay. So they they put together a, a match that everybody's going to you know like. Here's the two big faces, and they're going to face off. But the real end game is Bret Hart as champion. Yeah. They got to get the title off of Macho. They got to put it on Flair so Bret can win. Bret needs to lose the IC title. So he's going to lose it to the Bulldog. So he's got to do that at Wembley. But he's facing Sean. So we got to kick Sean off of the feud and give him something to do at Wembley. So he's going to fight Martel. Mm-hmm. So you get Sean against Martel. And I guess that's what this is setting up. Yeah. So Brett can lose to Bulldog. So he can beat Flair <laughs> and finally become champion. I just see Vince like once again in his office and he's got like a big bulletin board there with like just pictures of these guys you know big big uh bobblehead of like Shawn michaels and bret hart and he's just like moving the pieces around moving the pieces around like yeah. how are we gonna make this work and get wembley in there and make it makes sense so vince uh SummerSlam, uh main events going to be uh flair versus macho no god damn it no <laughs> I'm sitting here playing chess while everybody here is playing checkers. Look at this shit over here. No, no, no. We got Warrior and we get we get Macho. We have them fight each other and sell out the place in 10 hours. And then we get Bulldog to beat Brett and Flair will beat Macho some other time. So Brett can beat Flair. Then we got Brett as champion who's going to lose to Yokozuna. Who the fuck's that? We, we don't, don't know yet. yet. We're going to figure it out. <laughs> then we're going to hand it to Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. Then we're just going to give it to Hogan in five seconds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I guess next week we're going to trade trade foes because they're going to talk about Bulldog. Bulldog's got to get that. Basically, it is the main event. I mean, what, Bulldog's going to end the show. So you need to have uh, Bulldog versus Brett for the IC title, and we got to get Sean with Martell. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, local New York red tight, Dave Milson. Uh, Dave Milson. Dave Milson did not have a lot uh, um, on the IWBD. Three matches to his name on that site. I don't know if that's all he did, but there was not much. Is this one the last one? Is he like, oh my God, if this is it, if I get to fight Virgil again, I'm, I'm out. I feel like I, I this was the middle. Uh, this was the middle of three, but he looks like a perfect wannabe. Yeah, he kind of looks, he looks like a, a like a, a, a less ugly Isaac Yankum. Yeah. It says Isaac Yankum and 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 Mr. Perfect had a child, love child, and <laughs> they came out with Dave Milson. We're going to call you Perfect Yankum. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> What's my gimmick gonna be? We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it later. later. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yes, yeah. Hey, look, everybody's got their got got their favorites because six minutes and thirty-one seconds in, there is a kid going absolutely crazy for Virgil. He's jumping up and down like this is the greatest thing. Like he's waiting all day for a Virgil match. Oh, that's that's unfortunate if that was his his, his favorite yeah. right there. Oh, there he is. Yeah. He's got a he's got a Virgil t shirt and everything. That Virgil t shirt looked like it was thrown on him. Here, kid, wear this. Virgil's in his candy striper pants. Like he's got a he looks like a big old candy. Virgil, he wrestles well Mm -hmm. in this match. Like, he just, he looks like he was ahead of his time. Like, no one was ready for this style yet. Well, he almost wrestles well. He almost kills the dude. He almost killed Dave Milson. I don't know if it was Dave's fault or Virgil's fault or just a combination of both. But the side suplex that he puts on him or side back, whatever it is. I think it was a side suplex. Dave Milson just landed on his head. Yeah, he landed basically on his neck and head. That looked awful. That looked like he died. Yeah, the ref looks down and it's just, you live, dude? <laughs> you okay? Yeah, there it is. Oh, oh God. 17 minutes, 17 seconds in, the Dave, Dave Milson almost dies. Yeah, that was a crazy, crazy spot. I got to watch that again. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> again, do it again. But Virgil's fast. Yeah. He's doing stuff out of the ring. But yeah, he goes, he rotates so far over. Something went too long. I feel like it's it's probably because Dave Milson, Dave Milson's a tall dude. He's taller than Virgil. So for Virgil to get him up, he just could not get the, the correct rotation on that to put him down on the back of his neck and he just took him way too far over like too much weight too much height 
Do you think Virgil was actually trying for the uh, jump over the rope spot, or do you think he just like kicked Dave out so he'd have have a couple seconds to re, you know reconstitute his neck? I hope so. I just like how Virgil spends the next part of the match just like doing neck moves yeah. on him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, the rest of it, like, not being careful at all about. Hey, I dropped you on your head. Let me give you another neck neck leg breaker. Of course, now that I think about it, and I look at Dave Milson, I feel like um, his hair was was quite a you know padding cushion the fall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Virgil looks kind of ahead of its time. This is like the way he's wrestling is kind of the way we see wrestlers wrestle now. Mm-hmm. No $30 dream. No, no. Ends with a side leg sweep. I think they like, dude, too many people are using the Cobra Clutch. Three people with this move. Yeah. And we're not going to take it off DiBiase. And you could try to fight Sarge for it, but he'll yeah. kill you. <laughs> so why don't you come up with something else? Yeah, yeah. And by now, you know, the million dollar thing is over. You're not, you're not tied to the million dollar man anymore no like time to use something else trying to create his own uh his own thing there there's no commentary about the match during the match no. except for vince like at 17 minutes 17 seconds in going Ooh, <laughs> ah, oh. yeah god damn it he's gonna sue us yeah <laughs> we killed another one <laughs> yeah uh perfect comes back to the commentator's booth uh, still huffing and puffing still throwing tables yeah um that that seems to be the underlying theme of the night uh, is that he and Ric Flair are quite upset about the main event for SummerSlam. Uh, we're in the update. Promo wants the Beverly Brothers. Mm-hmm. I love how this promo starts. <laughs> like, we fade in, and uh, Fredo Macho over here. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. The genius is like, and furthermore, like, <laughs> we stepped into, like, this thing, and he's been, like, talking for two and a half hours, <laughs> and we're just catching the tail end of it. That's the genius of the genius. Yeah, we, we interrupted his TED Talk. <laughs> we, we were just coming in for the last yabba-dabba-do of it. He's just happy he has a job. Just look, just look at the genius just smiling. It's like, I'm getting paid. One of the Beverly brothers in this... Uh, I can never tell them apart. We got Blake and Bo, and I don't know who's who. Blake's left. Blake is left. Okay, so I'm going to say Blake. Blake says, wants to say, go back to your roots at one point, but he says, yeah. go back to your ruts. Back to your ruts. I was like, is that an accent, or did he just screw up there? And he calls uh, Rocco Sacco. Yeah. Like has no idea. Go and go. You went. You go back to your ruts. Like, does he get a Brooklyn accent there? I'm not quite sure. So they're talking about how there's now four of them, and they're making fun of the puppet as they should. As they very should. Yeah, I'm. I'm totally on the Beverly Brothers side at this point. <laughs> yeah, and he's like talking about Rocco, and he goes, "Just like Rocco, you're all a bunch of idiots." Uh, it's like, just like Rocco, you're all a bunch of dummies. He's a <laughs> puppet. He's a goddamn ventriloquist dummies. And you, oh. Just like Rocco, you're a bunch of idiots. You, you missed the landing on that one. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's a dummy. Yeah. He's literally a dummy. Why don't you make like a banana and get out of here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Back to the future. Oh, man. And, th- and then after that, we have old man rambles. Oh, so here's the thing, and this this is going to come up uh, again later. Um, this is, I feel like, because I have one of El Matador's earlier promos written down. Yes. And what I wanted to do was write down this promo and compare it to the other, other promo because it's literally the same promo. It's, it's the same one. It's the same exact thing. So I went back. I, I couldn't believe I could find it because, you know, I don't keep track of my old notes as much as I do, as much as I thought I should. So this one was all about, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of different wrestlers here and they're all creating all kinds of different ruckuses. And he calls out a few uh, um, wrestlers Um and uh but he has he has the skills and he has gone through the correct training and he'd like to thank the fans and he ends with Olay. okay yes that is the that is it so i didn't write this one down but i found the old one (laughs) (laughs) i found the old one that i did uh um back from one of our earlier episodes and that is the exact same thing there's always something going on in the wwf that creates a lot of excitement a lot of wrestlers are not able to handle it el matador has seen it all and he knows what it takes to get to the top there's a lot of individuals you could just go down the road down the line you've got the papa shangos you've got the rick martells you've got the no good berserkers and you could just go on and on and those individuals will do whatever it takes and they don't mind putting people out of wrestling but nothing is going to keep el 
Matador from Keep On Digging, Keep On Working Hard to Get to the Top. And I thank all the wrestling fans around the world for their support because I need it now more than ever. Yeah, please help me. Yeah, that was the please help me one that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. But it's the same exact thing. Well, I guess that's what they do when they don't have a an, an opponent, opponent right now. Just call out everybody yeah they call everybody out universally uh, thank the fans yep tell them you're working hard but you know the the competition is stiff all that you know and and you're good to go well we're out of there thank god yeah putting him out of his misery yeah the bull should have won oh they would have made it so much better god oh man they, they just keep him around long enough to fight mantar <laughs> that's all i ask keep el matador around long enough to actually fight the bull guy mm-hmm. we get uh, better as smash repo man mm-hmm. uh, versus a star is born uh, greg star so greg star has won has this match to his name <laughs> <laughs> on, on on the IWDB, I looked him up. I was like, "You gotta be kidding!" It's one match for Greg Starr. He's like, "I'm out." They gave me repo. I'm done. <laughs> uh, who's gonna tell Vince we're short a red tight for one of these matches? <laughs> not me. Not me. Uh, uh, you, hey you, come here. <laughs> you want to be a wrestler? Get over here. Yes. Just listen to repo. Can you get your ass beat for fifty bucks? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I I don't know. Like, I can't imagine. Like, there must be something wrong with the IWBD. But I can't imagine somebody goes through, you know, at least a little bit of training. Right. And then is like, one match, that's it, I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm yeah, out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm, out. Mind. I'm done with this. <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. Yes, it is. The best part of this match, because, again, they're really ignoring this match. Yeah. Uh, was, you know... Perfect is still completely pissed off that they didn't get the main event. Uh-huh. And Vince is like, I mean, we'll we'll figure something out. I'm sure they're, they're going to have a match for Flair. I mean, <laughs> maybe they'll have, uh, maybe he can face the genius. The genius. Come smart. And Perfect just gets so pissed off. Yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Perfect like completely loses his shit. <laughs> uh, other than that, it's a repo match. He's sneaky. Yeah. He's, he's in full cartoon character. He's wearing his, uh, his super silver version of his outfit, not the mm-hmm. regular gray one. He's wearing the one that uh, allows him to, you know, re-enter the atmosphere <laughs> without burning up. That's a good one. That's a good one to wear. Uh, and a mask. Well, we've been through this before. Like, <laughs> that, that repo just does not get the concept of being a repo man because you really don't have to wear the mask. Like, I think you're on the wrong side of repo. I don't think you're really a repo man. I think you're a thief. <laughs> he's mayor, yeah, he's hamburger. Yes, he's the hamburger trying to steal my hamburgers. But uh, yeah, he's he's not really getting the concept of being a repo man. The funny thing is, when they did the gimmick battle royal. He came out as Repo Man, not as Smash. It's like, this is what he's remembered for. And it's like Demolition was such a badass team. They were. Oh, well. He, he, yeah, half Boston crabs them and it's over. Yeah. It was a quick one. Thank God. Hey, good news. Just when you thought it was safe, we get uh, Body Star Wars. Oh, no. Vince, please. Vince. (laughs) Body Star Wars. Vince, if I could go back in time and just ring you by your neck and say, what the were you thinking <laughs> now, not only was the the body body stars pose off whatever it was that obviously was a complete failure didn't happen or well, happened but you know nobody cared now he's pushing this uh, you know wbf versus wwf okay so how how are we going to get these two you know to square off against each other because the wwf doesn't have a lot of big you know cut wrestler or cut guys 
and the WBF doesn't know how to wrestle. So how can we bring these two together? Tug of war. Tug of war. <laughs> tug of war. Be awesome. A tug of war. I think all they're trying to do is get some uh, WWF people on the WBF show so maybe they'll tune in. Yeah, it, no. <laughs> I'm not watching the WBF. I don't know who these people are. I'm not a bodybuilding fan. No. But maybe I'll tune in to watch WWF guys and then they might hook me because I don't know cameos there I don't know well because they don't you know the the WBF guys don't have gimmicks they don't have personalities they're just they're just all show there's no story if the host cameo was around today mm -hmm. can you imagine like what kind of Abbott and Costello nightmare would be if cameo had her own cameo <laughs> <laughs> It's a cameo. Yes, she is. <laughs> yes. Well, what is she on? She's on Cameo. I know. I see her right there. But how do I get her to do a message? With Cameo. Yes. yes exactly. With Cameo. <laughs> exactly. But how? <laughs> it's a cameo. I just told you. I told you. Oh, that's awful. Hey, good news though. Sponsored by Ica Pro. Oh, as is everything. As is everything. As is everything. What was what was Vince's cut on Ica Pro? That's what I want to know. It was his. Like, that was his deal. Ica Pro was a, a Titan Sports endeavor. Oh, Ica Pro was all his. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it. Mean Gene is in, and we get our uh, much anticipated interview with the returning big boss man who uh, they mention is thinner yes because one thing you didn't see is the ambulance on the way to the hospital after the beatdown <laughs> yeah almost hits a gypsy oh okay and boss man was like ah i'm injured get out of the way i gotta get to the hospital and she's like thinner and <laughs> And the boss man from that point on is, is like shedding pounds. He just keeps shedding pounds after that. Can't, can't stop. Wow, that's deep cut, man. That's a deep cut. That is. <laughs> uh, uh, this, this was a great promo. I liked this promo a lot. Yes. Uh, I, I feel like... Um, a boss man really leaned into this one because he could feel the crowd really getting behind him. And once he could feel the crowd getting him in, in there, he really he really went for it. And it was uh, it was a really good promo. They know their audience, too, right? Because it's Saturday morning. It's a cartoon show. Mm -hmm. It's catered to families. And they have like this contrived story where he didn't know if he was going to come back or if it was worth it. And this little six year old kid, just like you at home. Of course. And if you didn't know what a six year old kid looked like, they showed six year old kids at that point <laughs> in the audience. Every six year yes. old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the arena. Yeah. This is a six year old. Yes, exactly. But he has this line and whoever wrote this was actually pretty good. Yeah. You beat me, but you didn't break me because you can't break the law. That is an awesome line. Yeah. That is well done. Yeah. Excellent writing. They got Aaron Sorkin from the West Wing over here. He's like, all right, <laughs> I'll take the gig, but don't ask me again. I'll just give you one gem. And yeah. That's a great one. No, that was a good one. And he even, uh, he, he he curses. Yeah, they, they actually have a bleeped. I don't remember them ever having a bleeped uh, thing on, on Superstars. Yeah. He says ass. <gasps> he says ass. He says ass. Yeah. And uh, gets, gets bleeped. Yeah, I was wondering if that was a bleep after the fact or if they bleep that when it actually occurred. No, I think he said it in the arena, but, uh, you know, this thing was taped four weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as he says that, you see Boss Man's mom in the audience go crazy. <laughs> There's some woman out there that just goes nuts for the Boss Man. There was a guy in the front row of this. Uh, I have to just notice little 90s, you know, uh, carrots. <laughs> like this but there was a guy in the front row and they show a front row shot uh, a front row of the the interview with a button your fly shirt oh man 501 jeans dude oh my god i was like whoo that's a that's a throwback there yeah i see him there he is <laughs> if you're looking at home for the levi's 501 jean ad it's uh 27 minutes at, about 27 minutes in you'll you'll see it yeah wow that's crazy that was that one took me back. I was like, oh, I completely forgot about that promo. The button your fly promo. We're a Ron John and Varney shirt away from total 90s. <laughs> we are. We are. That's some kid wearing jams. Love the jam. You got to tell me about this, this red tight because this guy is unbelievable. 
Um, Jason Knight. Okay. Who is a living Malibu Ken. He was. This guy is, he looks like the Oscar. That's how bronze this is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He spends way too much time in the tanning booth. Um, Jason Knight. We had actually seen Jason Knight before. And really, I, yes, um, a few weeks back. Uh, so I didn't write anything down on him, but I do remember that Jason Knight was in ECW, if you remember. And Paul Heyman, I guess, thought it best for his gimmick to be Jason. Oh, that's right, just Jason. That's all I can remember of Jason Knight. But yes, he has he has a little bit of credit, and I guess you know he's playing a. Uh, babyface in this match because I feel like the last time we saw him he was the heel of the match. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's whoever you face, you're the opposite. Yeah. Like, if you're facing a heel, you're the good guy because I've never really given a face or heel designation to any of these red tights. They're just the guy who's going to get his ass kicked. They need background, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) I need a backstory for Jason Knight? Yeah, so we need backstory. We need to feel the emotion. How about this? While Jason Knight was in the tanning booth, the Mountie took his shot stick and just (laughs) fried him in it. And that is why he is roughly the color that he is, which is that of a rotisserie chicken. This guy is so tan. Yes. I have a sneaking suspicion he is tan all over. <laughs> he's, he's, he's all the way tan. He's all the way tan. Yeah. Because uh, no tan uh, lines Jason Knight. Uh, he's facing the Mountie. Yes. By the way. <laughs> like, we're talking so much about his tan. Yeah. If you don't know that he's facing the Mountie, you will figure it out about 10 times during this match. He lets you know that he's the Mountie. He lets you know. And then if you don't know, he asks you if you know who he is. And he asks the crowd. Yeah. The only break we get, yeah, the, the, the only reprieve we have from the Mountie telling us that he is the Mountie is when they do the picture in picture of the WWF magazine featuring Sparking the Sarge, which I guess is uh, the article about when uh, the Mountie zapped him. Yeah. The Mountie throws this guy hard into the ring apron on his back and that is a move i see a lot today mm-hmm. but i don't i don't remember seeing it back then where people were using the edge of the ring apron as like a like the weapon mm-hmm. yeah I, I guess i can see jason knight's built well i guess he could become he does look like a guy who can become somebody yeah i think he he was somebody but just not in the wwf well he gets pinned by the mounty's toe yeah the mounty puts his toe on his neck the mounty just kind of gives Jason, like, no respect. And even the finisher, like, the finisher was nothing. No, I don't remember the Mountie having a finisher. Uh, we get the uh, shock stick coming out, but he doesn't dare use it because he's not allowed. No, Jack Tunney would have him barred. It looks like Jimmy Hart's holding the ref, but then they cut to this angle where the ref is actually holding Jimmy Hart. <laughs> like, he's not trying to actually get out from behind the corner because Jimmy's holding the ref in the corner while the Mountie, like, mm-hmm. taunts and tortures mm. uh, our poor tanned friend over here. <laughs> and then... He starts singing a cappella his theme song. Yes. In every key. Yeah, he, he goes off. He goes off on the... I felt like, you know, this this whole escapade at the end of the match was going to lead to something. Nope. Like maybe the Sarge would come out because he, he really milks it here, but it was nothing. Nope. He's just annoying. Yeah. I like, they cut the people with their fingers in their ears as he's singing. Yeah, of course. Because he can't sing. Oh, the little kids are booing the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah, no one likes the Mountie. I actually like the Mountie. I actually like this character. I thought it was pretty good. I like the Rougeos. <laughs> yeah. I love the Rougeos. Uh, we get an ad for WrestleFest 92, which is on video, and you can kind of see uh, where they're going. If you know the future, mm-hmm. they do a whole thing about a Bret Hart feature. Yes. That's the real end game here, getting the title on Bret. Yeah, they showed... Uh, I thought it was interesting. They showed um, a short segment of Bret Hart versus Mr. Perfect. Yes. That was a great match. Yeah. It was a year after I saw him win the title with the Hart Foundation. They want they beat Demolition nice. in SummerSlam 90 and then Brett on his own beat Perfect. Mm-hmm. Hey, we get WWF ice cream bars as a yep. man eats the boss man's head right off. Ate the boss man's head. Oh, I, you know, the more I see these ice cream bars, the more I want one of those ice cream bars. Don't you want one? Yeah, it's I like do. a ch- witch without the chips. Just a witch. <laughs> just a witch. Oh. Next we have uh, Razor at the Beach. So I wrote this one down just to see, because like we've we've commented on several Razor Ramon uh, promos at this point and say they're, they're very good and we can't wait for him to come in. So how many is this? I guess this is three. No, this is the fourth 
This is the fourth promo that we have seen with him because we had we had the initial one, we had the one in the restaurant, we had the one at the supermarket, and then this one. Wait, yeah, you had Razor in the car, then you had uh, I break your heart. Oh no, this is five. This is five. Yeah, because we had the we had the girl scarred her soul. Yes, he did. Now it's uh, Razor at the beach. Razor at the beach. So I'm like, um, I'm thinking, okay, now we're five promos in. Is there like a set amount of promos that they do, like these type of promos, I should say, before they actually bring the wrestler in to do something? <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, now we're like we're like five weeks removed from when we first been introduced to this guy. It's like, all right, well, maybe I'm just thinking with a 2021 mindset of, you know, uh, these days it's just the wrestler shows up and he's in a match two seconds later how awesome would it be we turn on Raw and he's still he's doing still promos, doing promos. Like he hasn't wrestled yet he's uh, all his yeah, gray hair exactly. and everything he's like hey yo <laughs> I'm still gonna come he's like huffing and puffing he's in a walker yeah <laughs> when I show up at the WWF uh, it's, it's E now it's not WWF anymore it's E uh, uh, did I miss it <laughs> great i just feel like it's been like five weeks now like let's get this guy in already all right we get it you're at the beach and you're annoyed like there's so many relaxing sounds at the beach chico and uh, but you know what the the sound of people in the wwf is very very irritating pulling razor down man all right time out <laughs> wrestlers the wwf stars are keeping him down yeah when he hasn't, he hasn't been there He's not there yet. It's like they keep on holding me back. It's like you're not wrestling yet. You're on the beach. Yes, you're chilling. How are they holding him back? I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, there's nothing to be scared of, man. What do you think? I'm some kind of beach body man. I, I don't know. I've read this kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> All I want is fame and fortune and the WWF title. You're not going to get the title because you're not coming. You're, <laughs> you're not there. Yeah, he's never showing up. You're not getting a, 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 a title unless you actually wrestle. I don't know why Razor's not getting a title match because Razor's still on the beach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's just going to complain about everybody. Just you haven't been to work. Yeah. Man, I want that gimmick. My gimmick is going to be I never debut. <laughs> never debut. You just keep going. When I get there, uh-huh. you're in for it. Dom's coming. Uh-huh. Straight to the top. I'm thanking my fans when I get there. <laughs> Will you finally get there? And I just have that promo for 20 years. That's my career. <laughs> I want I want an Undertaker-length career. Yes. But it's only debut promos. I, I agree. <laughs> I never show up. I'm there. Oh, what's-her-face with the red hair? Basically had that career. Oh, uh, uh, not Emma Line. Um, oh, what was her name? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. The one with the... Yeah, all, all right, everything. everything. See, that's how much I remember. Yeah. That's why... That's that's why this wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah. Thirty-six minutes in, and we get uh, Vito Cross. Vito Cross, who we've seen before. However, isn't he Big Vito? He is Big Vito. Or is that the he other is guy? Big Vito? Okay, but he's also gone under the name Von Cruz. Oh, he's Von Cross. He's Von Cross. Yeah, which we've seen before, but today he's Vito Cross. <laughs> Von Cross was a much cooler name. Yeah, I like Von Cross. Yeah, he's going against a bulldog. Yes, he is. This guy's like potentially bigger than. He's tall, definitely taller. Tall, Taller than the bulldog wasn't hard, but bigger than the bulldog was difficult, and he's close. Yeah, I noticed that. I put that in my notes, and I was like, these guys are of like you know fairly equal size, um, but they still want to play off bulldog like he is like the ultimate powerhouse. Yeah, this is really weird because during this match, well, first of all, bulldog, mm-hmm. holy cow, is he agile? Like he actually gets over Vito. Vito has to duck pretty far down, but bulldog still leapfrogs over him. Mm-hmm. He's like not somebody I think would have a lot of jumping ability, but yeah. Yeah. Picture, picture Repo, and this has got to end soon because Bulldog is being like primed for this pay per view. This is Bulldog's pay per view. No. Not beware of dog that in, in your house from like 10 years later. Yeah. But this thing's is the real deal because he's going to win the title in England. Mm-hmm. He's the British Bulldog and he's going to fight his brother-in-law. So you got Brett in here. So we got to get rid of Repo. Repo's got to get out of this. Maybe they're just kind of still pushing some house shows uh, for a little while longer before they 
get to uh, Wembley. That's the only reason I can think of why they're still pushing this because I don't think we even see it uh, uh, after SummerSlam. Like, does it does it have the blow off? We don't see that. No, I don't think so. Well, next week we're gonna get uh, we're gonna free up Brett because Sean's gonna start feuding with uh, Martell. Rick Martell. Yeah. So. And they're going to announce more matches. If they don't announce the Bulldog match next uh, week, I'd be surprised. Like, what else are they going to, like, lead with? Yeah, I'm excited to see what some of these other... Well, I think we, we've already gone through the matches, but I'm excited to see how they get to these matches. Perfect. And Vince spend the match still talking about the SummerSlam main event. Like, a lot of these matches are just, like, basically wallpaper. That was the underlying theme for a, a good portion of this whole episode, was once they announced that, Perfect was just all over it. We're in the event center, and... Dun, 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 dun. Uh, <laughs> hey, Kamala promo. I love Kamala's promos. Yes. He doesn't have to do anything. Kim She's like trying to calm him down and pet him. Yes, Kim Chi. If you hear, if you listen closely behind Whippleman, because Whippleman's just going off with his, you know, can you imagine standing in the ring looking across at this man over 400 pounds, seven feet tall? And Kim Chi in the background says something like, Waka Daga. <laughs> to, <try, laughs> to try and calm down, calm, calm. Kamala and at one point and it just I, I lost it for the rest of the the promo after that it was like that's your best shot at fake Ugandan <laughs> yeah Kamala just like always looking at the cameraman and trying to eat him yeah. <laughs> yeah he doesn't know what he's doing there they just threw him in front of a camera he's like oh, oh. these are the greatest promos of the early 90s. I sent this to you earlier, but you can, uh, like, poor Kamala has uh, his diabetes. He lost both his legs. Oh, man. Uh, and he's selling some of his stuff. Oh, yeah. An enormous pair of, like, his loincloth. It's oh, 2000 now. Goodness. 2000 bucks on eBay. Oh, my goodness. I can get his wrestling skirt that he signed. Wow, look at that. $2,000 plus $6 for shipping. Yeah, come on, dude. Throw in the shipping for two grand for your underpants. Yeah. Two grand. I, I have spent two grand in worse ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Look at those. That would definitely be a keeper. Yeah. Just in case you were too entertained, they give you a crush interview to follow that. So once again, this has to be the same one. This one I've heard before. No, it was, it was literally the same. I tried to go back and find my uh, uh, crushed promo that was exactly the same but i could not find that one so unfortunately i was just like i wrote in my notes i was just like same as always same as always same one because they they even have the backstage noise i remember them like not having a quiet set when they recorded this thing the first time yeah and him talking about how he's like not the nicest guy but he's also a face but i'm i'm gonna crush it in the ring because that's my name I'm Crush. And that ends the show. That was it. Crush ends the show. Oh, God. Oh, man. How unfortunate. Ugh. Well, no, it does not end the show. Oh, that's right. Because we get a quick little promo from uh, some guy. I, I didn't really recognize him. He's got a hat on. He's got glasses on. <laughs> uh, he's talking real funny. I have never seen. He's got a belt for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a belt for some reason. That is actually. <laughs> man, let me help you here. Because uh, I know you weren't. You you were kind of on and off at this time. You weren't yeah. really watching. You were kind of seeing it very sporadically. Yeah. That is the World Wrestling Federation champion. What? The Macho Man Randy Savage. See, this is what confuses me. Because I'm used to just seeing a champion on screen every single week unless his name is Brock Lesnar. No, in this era, you'd see Dwayne Gill every week. Oh, okay. okay. Well, that makes sense then. Give Gill the title. He's on the air all the time. Exactly. He's the, he's the superstar. He is. Yes, they do a promo of a promo. They do the next week, and we usually say this at the very end, but next week we're going to have more SummerSlam matches. Nails, Tatanka, Shawn Michaels, and we're going to have an interview with the warrior and macho man yes so in order to promo that promo <laughs> we have a promo yes and macho promos the promo by saying you know something to the effect of uh 
You know, you're going to listen. Yeah. You know, something like that. And now we get everybody's favorite segment of our show. Tom interprets the word. Hey! Yes. Tom interprets the word. All right. Now, being that I wrote WTF under this as my notes. <laughs> I don't even think I can save this one. This one I've had. So I had to go back and listen a couple times because I was like, wait, did he just say what I think he said? And it still didn't make sense. I'm not saying he was comp- in some kind of steroid coked up haze when he did this promo but <laughs> yeah he might have been definitely okay so are you ready let's, let's see i'm ready for for it lay it on me okay okay make it skull to skull and skeleton to skeleton <laughs> yeah uh, what i'm thinking is it's gonna be face to face okay <laughs> but since he's unworldly and, and, and stuff, he's decided to remove most of his skeletal, nervous, digestive, and reproductive <laughs> system and will only have the skeletal system present for this promo. Just that. And he's hoping Macho does the same, so it'll be skull to skull skeleton and skeleton to skeleton. skeleton. If <laughs> leave all other systems at home. You won't be needing them. We don't need that. We don't need that. Because if you do, I will make you shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> And next week, Macho Man, I will listen at what you have to say is of any value. <laughs> I, th- I think um, they were probably recorded in the same studio at the same time yeah. because Macho's promo was all about the, yeah, you're going to listen, bro. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to just play off the listen thing. Yes. So he is the second promo. Okay. We probably went second in the recording booth. He's like, all right, I'm going to pimp off of the, the, the listen stuff that Macho did. Then I need not use my ears, only my eyes. And in return, Macho Man, through the bloodshot vision of my eyes, I will let my warrior speak and you will have nothing else to do. But listen, <laughs> explain See, that shit. Because not only, first of all, he doesn't even need anything but a skeleton. Yeah. What you don't know about uh, the Ultimate Warrior is he is uh, a very, very, very good lip reader. Oh, okay. He doesn't need to use his ears. <laughs> Okay. To hear what Macho has to say, yeah, he he won't. He just he, just his eyes. his eyes. He's just gonna like that's it. Look at him, and then he'll know. He doesn't even need to be there. The Warriors are gonna tell him, <laughs> oh, okay. whether or not there was something he needed to hear. So he's like over here, minding his own business. He's working his other stuff. He doesn't have time for the Macho Man's bullshit. They're they're gonna tell him through his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, through his bloodshot eyes to go be like, hey, Warrior. Uh, he didn't say anything no. you need to worry about. He's like, all right. That's oh, cool. oh, okay. His skin doesn't need to be there. Yeah. His muscles don't need to be there. He doesn't need anything. His skeleton's going to show up. Oh, okay. Just a skeleton and his skull. Just a skeleton. Doesn't even need to hear it. No. His bloodshot eyes, which are somehow still in his skeleton, okay. will let him know whether or not Macho said anything important <laughs> because the warriors are going to tell him through his eyeball. Through his eyes. Yeah. Doesn't need his ears. Doesn't need his ears. I don't know why this promo is hard for you to follow. It's so obvious. <laughs> okay, well, that, I, I've, I, I've, I've only just, just gotten to the best part of the, the problem. Oh, okay, yeah. are you ready? My favorite part. <laughs> I mean, you can make fun of the people with deviated septums all you want, but I don't think that's fair. He snorts at the end. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, he, he snorted. When you're paying that much for Coke, <laughs> <laughs> you want to make sure that you, yeah. you get every last bit. Yeah, he had a little left over there. It's like, you don't want to lo- lose it. Yeah, it's like, that's, that's a lot. Oh, man. Oh, that was good. Well, did you like the episode fan? There was there was so much packed into this. I mean, we had we had action from start to finish. We had bad promos. We we ended with a with a with a warrior promo. Um 
I, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Um, I played a never-ending game of Monopoly with my daughter, <laughs> and nobody's, like, winning. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just hanging on there for, like, two and a half hours, and she just looks up and says, I just wish something would happen. And that's how I felt about Superstars in the last couple weeks, because they're at the tail end of their, their probably their tour of these matches that they were trying to promote. Yeah. And forever, we were just seeing the same things without any more building of the story, because how can you build a story when half the country probably already saw the match yeah. and we don't get blow-offs because we had to do a blow-off show and find these matches somewhere so finally something is happening that's different yeah. like we're done promoting the post-wrestlemania tour it's now time to like promote SummerSlam. time to get rid of some of these feuds and start some brand new feuds and luckily we're going to have a pay-per-view so we will actually have the blow-offs to these yes so for the next six weeks we're going to have some promotion for something that's actually going to end and we're actually going to see it yay so yeah i i kind of like that we probably could have done without like them talking about the main event through every single match <laughs> but then again the matches weren't anything we haven't really seen no. before so. no it was a lot of just quick quick matches and a lot of promo over the matches did you have a match of the night uh i would have to say my match of the night was actually the first match i'm gonna give it to the natural disasters and Dwayne gill and the brooklyn brawler that was one of my favorites yeah i would agree with that i think that was the best match but i think better than the matches this week was the boss mm-hmm. Man's promo i don't think i've ever seen the boss man better than that promo yeah that was a great promo uh, except for you're eating your dog, Al. <laughs> <laughs> he feeds Al Snow his dog. Oh. That may have been a better segment. <laughs> Even beat the Kamala one because I had seen that one before, and I think the first one was better when he tried to eat the uh, cameraman the first time. Oh, yeah. Uh, who is your red tight of the week? Uh, my red tight of the night was... Um, I'm going to go with uh, Jason Knight just because I just think he has an amazing tan. <laughs> he was so tan. <laughs> the tannest man I've ever seen in my life. Yes, yes. And the Academy Award is Jason Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm going to give it to Dave Milson, who uh, luckily can still walk after his match uh, with Virgil. Yes. <laughs> Just for surviving the Virgil yeah. match, I got to give it to him. Very good. Because uh, we're never going to see this guy ever again. Nope, we will not. That is it for, 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 for Milson. Yeah, like I said, next week we got more SummerSlam matches. We got Nails, which would be interesting what they do with Nails because Bossman's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tatanka, Sean, uh, which probably either before that match or after we'll see uh, him switch to the model mm-hmm. which leads me to wonder because we're going to see Tatanka is Tatanka going to have his shit back is he going to have his feathers that'll be interesting great articulation abounds as we're going to have our interview with Macho and Warrior Macho and Warrior I look forward to that a face to face look there's Kennedy's address mm-hmm. we, we do these things because they're hard we got the Gettysburg address you know the Ten Commandments oh, writing yeah. that has survived <laughs> centuries and, and millennia certainly this is going to trump all of it. I believe it. The transcript of Warrior Macho is going to be some of the greatest verbiage ever. I have my typing fingers ready. <laughs> we might have to, we might have to do a, we might have to do a little bit of role playing on this one. You, you, you could be the warrior <laughs> and I will be Macho or back you know we'll go back and forth on this one. I'm hoping for unbelievably wrong you are, which is my favorite Macho <laughs> line ever. Very good. All right. Sayonara Undertaker. Shawn Michaels has left the building. 